It's hard to do this over over Discord when we're not. There's like that much delay, and then we. So it's gonna sound discordant all over the place. It's hard to do this over. It's hard to do this. It's hard to do. It's hard to. It's hard. It's. It. So we got two bits out of our way within the yep. first minute. What kind of two-bit podcast do you think we are? <laughs> um, I was watching a video recently where they were going through um, uh, Adam Savage's uh, prop shed, I guess, where he keeps all like his movie memorabilia and things he's made. And among oh, his collection uh, was like one of the first IBM compute, like components from one of the first IBM computers, and he was holding a vacuum tube. That was one bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, basically all one bit is, is whether something's turned on or off. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And, and it's not really so much, is it on or off, or is it high voltage or low voltage? Right. Because you can't really turn it all the way off. While the computer's running, I suppose. Yeah. Right. But point is, either the the the... Um, vacuum tube served as a valve that was either open or shut. It was either letting letting stuff through or not. Yes or no. Exactly. True or false. And uh, suppose you have to had to have like about four of them to do a four bit anything. You had to have a whole mm-hmm. wall of them if you had wanted to do more than four bits of anything. And uh, nowadays, I am the operator. Of my pocket calculator. Th- that my teachers in high school told me I wouldn't have. Or need. Which, um... It's like, no, I do not have a TI-83 in my pocket at all times. I have something significantly plus. more powerful. You have to have your TI-83 plus. Silver edition that has like 10 times the amount of RAM. I have not used... A calculator once since I graduated college, like a like a physical one. I've I've like, you know, done quick maths on like a, the quick maths on the right on the uh, computer mic uh not microphone the computer calculator on Windows or whatever. But I haven't like physically pulled out a calculator in a long time because it turns out when you're not an engineer or somebody who needs to do complex mathematics. You don't really have the need for a calculator all that often. I mostly spent my time with my TI-83 writing programs to do my math homework for me. (laughs) There you go. Which, of course, was a perfect way to do it because it both demonstrated that I understood the algorithm that you needed to do in order to solve the problem correctly Mm -hmm. and eventually did it for me. Yep. (laughs) Which, of course, my teachers didn't want me to do on my test so I, I showed all my work and everything but I used the program to make sure I did it right yeah so mm-hmm. you were sort of providing yourself a uh, a solution book more or less to make sure you're on the right track just a method of checking yeah really. yeah it turns up out uh, after you get out of high school level math uh, they expect you to know all that and the stuff they don't they, they want you to learn what they uh, don't tell you the the high school stuff's just going to get in the way of so use your calculator please mm-hmm. yeah there's no need to do long division on this uh when particular. you when you're already you don't doing... need to do integrals by hand just have yep. your calculator solve them that just causes problems it's too bad there isn't an easy to use chemistry calculator because chemistry to... chemistry math is all kinds of weird yeah, I found has... chemistry math a lot less complicated. There's more like steps. There's more yeah. to remember. 
But, like, the math itself was basically just algebra. Right. The math itself was fine. But the way, like, chemistry equations are laid out is just, like, difficult to translate what you're actually trying to calculate. It's not just things being even. It's what kind of things being even. Yep. And it was determined by what, uh, you know, what chemicals you're working with, what compounds in there. Um you know, their positivity or negativity, X, Y, Z, like, you know, that yeah, type yeah. of thing. So I'm glad I only had to do Chem 1. I mean, it's elementary math. <laughs> 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 I mean, if, if you do anything chemically, you'd have to bring it up periodically. Hi. <laughs> 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 I okay, forgot we'll, how we'll, to laugh. We'll, we'll table this for now, I guess. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, if hey, I'm just the, doing the this to get a reaction. You know that, you right? Know, over time, I've just sort of reached equilibrium with your, um, you know, being able to withstand your jokes. I think you've picked up my uh, my sense of humor by osmosis. Mm. <laughs> I'm over my boiling point with this whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's really taking the energy out of the situation. None of it really matters. <laughs> I could really go for an avocado right now, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A number of them, even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 6.02 times 10 to the 23rd or something like that. Yeah. Something There's a couple like moles that. I might need to get checked. Yeah. Um, I, I was working on how to make that into a joke. It just wasn't landing. Yep. Just like, how, how, how did... <laughs> I, um, better if I get too annoyed with these puns, I might start to get viscous. I think you're uh, testing the bonds of our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you might even incorporate some formula units if you know what I mean. If we go on for too long, we'll probably start repeating ourselves with uh, carbon copies of the same jokes over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay are are, are we actually going to move the conversation on or are we come just trying to come up with more chemistry jokes i think we have run out we've readily available chemistry jokes Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Uh, i'll no longer um be acting as an agent for further joking and we can move along with this uh this conversation anyway um, I'm just. I mean, when you think about it, a lot of the, a, a lot of those puns were pretty basic, so we should probably move on. Indeed. <laughs> um, how are we doing, guys? <laughs> uh, I mean, well, we, like we have. It has been so long since we last. I know. Recorded. Yeah. Indeed. Two uh, whole days since we last recorded. Days. But as far as the audience is concerned, it's been almost a week. No, a week. It has but been a week. Not much different. But not much. Um, I guess by the time this uh, podcast airs, we will see if we will have survived John's 50-turn um, House of Mario War. I mean, Party. Uh, Mario Party. Uh, we'll see how that goes. That will be interesting. I have decided to take up a new mindset about Mario Party. Nothing matters. Screw everything. Well, no, I'm going to actively try to lose. Oh, okay. I'm and going to see. make it my purpose to lose, and when you're on my team, well, it sucks to be you because I'm going to make sure you lose too to keep me from winning anything. Just reverse psychology. Exactly, because if I if I try to not win, then I'll probably then you will end succeed. up winning because, then I, because that game only wants to disappoint me. You're going down. You're on the same team. <laughs> you're going, going down, down, down. down. <laughs> it's going down, sweet. Fallout boy, Um, not a very good game uh, compared to. Okay, that wasn't. No, it wasn't. My my joke. My joke brain is fried at this point. It was a very long, (laughs) very long, slow day at work. I see. Um, But yeah, do you Uh, you think we're ever gonna do Fallout on the podcast? Or was there not quite enough meat on that bone? Uh, well, four in is, particular. There's enough meat in like this series. That yeah, we could I play like Fallout Four. New Vegas. Be... I haven't played, but I've heard is like the most story dense. 
That's the one I'm most interested in trying. Fallout 3 and New Vegas are like the two that people love the most, as I understand it. They were kind of disappointed by Fallout 4. And then 76 happened. And then 76 was was a complete train wreck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Although now, apparently, Starfield is finally... On its happening, way. happening. I mean, it was happening forever and ever, but now it's now it's gonna actually happen, happening. Which um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. And that I don't know, 1,500 planets or whatever he said. Gamer, gamer not, grandma, uh, not wants all to play of those Skyrim can be good. No, gamer grandma wants Unless... to play the next Skyrim before she dies, according to Gamespot.com. Oh, yeah. Just a random headline. Unless they're like uh, Super Mario World, Super Mario Galaxy planets, right? In which like case, t- then it would tiny. be feasible. That'd be kind of funny. Well, I imagine they'll probably do whatever, whatever it is, no, whatever sort of Black Magic No Man's Sky does. Procedural generation. Yeah. Um, because uh, that's that that doesn't make for the most uh, intentional or interesting level design. Yeah. Typically. Although, like, you have to but with the sort of game that you're too. after, with Skyrim, like those kinds of huge open world things, I'm totally cool with that. Just right. like having yeah. some some pre-designed levels and some procedurally generated stuff. Sure, like, so like the main story planets are like intentional, but then like there's the little incidental ones where it's just like, hey, this guy wants to pay you to collect fifteen things. Yep. <laughs> Because that's what just... a lot of the quests consist of anyway. Right. So mm-hmm. why so design just... them manually if you can, you know, have it... Just algorithmically churn yeah. them out. It's interesting because most, most um, open world games have, like, the entire world is, like, um, designed, you know, intentionally. Now, you might have some copy-paste buildings here and there. And assets or some and just, stuff like, like shortcut terrain... Yeah. stuff but then it's massaged into a shape they want mm-hmm. i would say that i suppose on the level like i'd say on the high end of the detail spectrum with open world games you have you know breath of the wild red dead redemption fallout to which are three which are three and then on the low end you have like your just cause or um i guess what's another uh uh, what's the Far Cry? It wasn't. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't find think it. Far Cry's like at least the first few weren't open world. Yeah, the late Far Cry Five was open world. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't played any of the original games, but I mean, there were some areas and stuff that were interesting, but it was all very copy paste, sort of blow up this base, move on to the next one. Elden Ring looks like it's more on the intentionally designed mm-hmm. side. Because FromSoft be that way. Yeah. That is how the FromSoft do. And they have, like, in my limited time playing it, they have, like, the open world stuff, but they also have, like, more classic Souls-like areas. So, like, little dungeons peppering the kind of Kind of dungeon-y. Yeah, so it's like, this is more of your classic Souls game zone that has... Kind of your branching paths, but you can still and kind of intentionally you... placed enemies just to mess with you, right? Which a lot of the open world stuff just can't do because it's so open. Because you, if you can see them from a mile away, there's no way they're gonna pop up from around a corner to stab you mm-hmm. and be a total meanie pants. From the little I've seen of uh, Halo Five or Halo Infinite. It seems like it's less open world and more just one giant level with Which, some levels in between. There's not much for this. Like, I, I understand it, that you it think makes, there's a, it a, makes this kind sense of distinction from, there, but like... Right. It, it, it makes sense. Well, you just have like a giant... Like there's not like different biomes or anything like that. It's all pretty right. uniform. Um but like just go from one essentially an open world is one large level right 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 um, but yeah there's not like discrete areas or whatever that you feel like it's yeah, more broken up it feels like cuz in some of the some of the halo games like the maps are just enormous and it just feels like sort of that mindset less than they're trying to build a world because you're on a halo ring there's there's you and a bunch of enemy bases that you have to get through 
so there's not really a ton like yeah. you don't have towns and like markets you can like buy gear and different things like well, that. well that's not the vibe halo goes for no it's not it's not uh, it's not like that it's not really an rpg so um co-op i hear is coming at some point so i guess if um uh if it ever goes on sale i'd be willing to pick that up and try it out i have some ideas for um when we uh, whenever we get to playing uh halo nathan that uh, i floated by john and for for co-op and stuff i think would be kind of fun but we'll we'll have you stay tuned on that so um, is it something that you're gonna keep me in the dark about and then spring on me as i'm playing no, or is it's, it <laughs> it's more of a uh it's it's more of an approach to playing it that i, I have see. in mind that could be kind of fun so fun. stay tuned but speaking of staying tuned we're the palladium papists i'm james i'm nathan and i'm riley uh, is this a gregarious game? No, no, no. No, no, no this no, is a super serial this week on Demon Slayer. One day, three lads from North Dakota were bitten by a radioactive television, and with their powers combined, they are Super Serial! Not to be confused with Doom. Not to uh, be confused with Doom Slayer. Or the uh, they are highly thematically different and aesthetically different, and the only thing that they really have in common is that demons are being slain. And the main character wears green. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes he just wears black. Okay, but he's got that's that the uniform, large coat poncho thing, right? That's yes, green? that that is green with way too many buttons. And it's like. Point, pointy for some reason. Yep. I mean, he's a, a lumberjack who makes charcoal, so oh, it makes okay. sense that he has a flannel. Aha. All right, so who's our flannel boy? Flannel boy's name is Tanjiro, and Tanjiro is a uh, a young man, probably 15 or 16 or so. Sounds like a flannel boy. Sounds like a flannel boy. Living <laughs> in the mountains in... Sounds like me, late, the mountains. Late 19th century Japan. So sounds like a flannel boy. <laughs> and uh, he goes out one day. Well, we we have a few scenes of him with his family, and it's all it's a nice, loving family. They've got a bajillion kids, you know. Classic. You, you love to see it. Mm-hmm. But things are not going to remain so happy. As Actually, well, this is an anime. This so, is an You can't have a dad. You can't have a protagonist with both parents living. Heroes, what? heroes gonna journey. Especially not a shonen. No. The only exception to which is Bleach, because he has both of his parents. But is that's one neither of them here nor there. No. Okay. That's neither here nor there. So Tanjiro goes into town to sell the charcoal that they've made, and comes back, and his whole family has been murdered. All of them. Except for That's his sister, okay. Nezuko, and she has um, grown some long fingernails, and her teeth are considerably sharper than and he's been they had previously like, what, been. Afternoon? Huh? He's been gone for like, what, an afternoon? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So he goes in the house and finds all of his family members dead, and his sister, Nezuko, is turned into a demon. And uh, this is bad news, because obviously being a demon kind of makes you lose control of your yourself and have the desire to eat humans and all that good stuff, or rather bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Nezuko's going a little bit wild and crazy, because of course, demon. And this is bad, but she like sort of has a hold on herself, which is kind of uncommon, it's normally like a fresh demon is kind of very uncontrollable. So rather feral. Very soon, a demon slayer shows up to uh, take care of Nezuko, but Tanjiro by puts up a good fight. The, uh, by assuming... we mean eliminate. Yes. Right. Yeah, Giyu is Giyu the Water Boy. So we have Flannel Boy and Water Boy. Flannel Boy, Water Boy, and Demon Girl. <laughs> where's so where, where... Off this to a is, great start. This sounds like the weird sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. When, when, do we, when does Torso Boy show up? <laughs> when does George Lopez show up in a, <laughs> in a space suit or whatever? 
<laughs> hey, Space Boy. <laughs> Space Boy. We do have several iterations of Michael Jackson in this thing, so oh, no. stay tuned for that. Delightful. So, Tanjiro puts up a good fight, defends um, his sister to the point that Giyu is willing to be like, why are you going so hard to defend this demon? Like, you know that the demon is just evil now. Demons are evil. We know this. He's like, no, she's my sister. I'll figure out a way to cure her. I don't... No one's ever done it. That's not possible. But I believe. Sounds like the beginning of an anime. Mm -hmm. It does. And by this point, like... I'll figure out how to get your body back, brother. I mean, sister. They found like a bamboo thing that she can bite into that like helps her no not be so crazy so hmm. that's kind of that's kind of life things would I wonder what but... pandas would be like without bamboo <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> who knows what would happen to our society <laughs> nothing good so now we have our um very necessary shonen training arc where Tanjiro goes and decides to become a demon slayer so he can have access to the knowledge that he will need in order to uh, cure so his do, sister. Do those episodes just start with them on their way to do the next training thing where it sort of sets everything up, does the training thing, and finishes with it after a battle? No. Oh. Not quite. Sort of, but not quite. Gotcha. But Tanjiro learns the water style of well, the power system in this shebang is breathing. Mm-hmm. You you breathe a certain way, and that has <laughs> makes your your sword styles operate differently. Interesting. So he learns the water breathing because that's what Giyu knows. And he kills. No, he does not. It doesn't actually change you like oh it's just the flow it's just the flow of the and like the the movements of the fighting style Uh, so the water is very fluid and graceful Mm -hmm. whereas like other styles (laughs) other styles we encounter kind of more elementals it's not just elementals there's more stuff but does anybody learn grass breathing I don't think we've run into someone who does grass breathing yet, but there's love breathing. <laughs> there's like, <laughs> I forget what. Best weed in the South Father. <laughs> yep. So yeah, there's all kinds of different breathing. Anyway. <laughs> like the whole show. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> don't, like don't as, is, as is typical for a shonen protagonist, he's very bad at the thing. When he mm-hmm. first starts out, and has a, just a very hard try time. Harder. Just gotta, just gotta train Go more. beyond. Gotta be better. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. What? Oh no! Just like Nathan said, the try harder line. Yeah, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. And so, because Nezuko is not, you know, consuming human, she's kind of hibernating in a box. Because the sun is dangerous to demons. Ah. So mm-hmm. Tanjiro carries her around in a box because she can, for whatever reason, like shrink and grow at will. She shrinks into a, a backpackable right. box. Nice. Mm-hmm. So he goes through his training arc, gets his demon slayer sword, does his kind of trial, and in which he has to stay alive in the demon forest until morning. And... There's this big kind of, there's this one demon who is like the big, big shot demon in the forest. And he eats all the other, basically anything that he comes across. Mm-hmm. He just slurps it up into him and is a big, fat, gelatinous blob. So it's like Slither.io, but demons. But but demons and <laughs> any organic matter one can I find. Mm-hmm. And Tanjiro, of course, knowing that all hu- all demons were at one point humans, because that's how it works, has a certain degree of compassion for the situation of the demon, who is very kind of set in his ways, as the demons tend to be, because they don't really change. 
You know, they don't mm-hmm. grow old. They don't, like, need sleep. They just have this desire to consume human. So the demons are kind of static personality-wise, but Tanjiro kind of understands the plight that they're in and that has compassion for them, even as he is fighting to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So he uh, puts the the big demon out of his misery with some consternation, and only a few people pass the trial that time around, as is somewhat typical. And everyone else has obviously deed. Uh-huh. So we, he is now officially part of the Demon Slayer Corps and goes to meet, um, gets his first mission from his pet raven that everyone gets. Ooh. <laughs> you'll get a raven, he'll give you a message. <laughs> and you'll be bloody, you'll be bloody pleased about, about it. it. <laughs> and along the way, we meet his um, primary companions, the first of whom is Zenitsu, who is a very cowardly and kind of immature young guy who seems to be extraordinarily incompetent. Like doesn't want to fight, doesn't want to go out of his way to do anything, really, and is generally too timid to be doing the job. And everyone wonders how exactly it is that he passed the trial in the first place. What's this guy doing here? So They just survived by running away. Perhaps. He's kind of just Pikachu boy, because Uh he does thunder breathing. Ah. And we also (laughs) meet Inosuke, who is not really part of the Demon Slayer Corps. He's just kind of his own thing. But he has these kind of serrated swords that are very cool. And he has beast beast breathing because he wears a a big old boar head on his head. Wow. And like boar fur pants. So, okay. is a, and he's very loud, um, always wants to fight, you know, what? kind of aggressive wild animal persona. Kind of boorish. <laughs> boorish, you might say. Uh-huh. So those, uh-huh. those are his main companions for the, uh, the bulk of the story so far. So now we, we have some introductions to kind of the big bad of the series, Muzan Kibutsuji, a.k.a. Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, you just, just Google images, like, you'll see the Michael Jackson. It's very hard to miss. At any rate, uh, Muzan, a long time ago, the legends say, had um, something happened. He became the progenitor of demons and is, of course, very old, so he has accumulated a lot of power. And he... He's kind of the one who makes new demons. Oh, so it, so it must dream. necessarily be the case that he was the one who attacked oh, yeah. that is definitely the uh, Commodo family that night. I see. So now we know that uh, he is going to be the enemy and the one we're he, looking for. He's bad. Fo- You're the antagonist, he's aren't bad. you? He's bad. He's bad. He's really, really, really bad. Really bad. <laughs> Stop it, that's it. The whole world knows he's bad and he's proud. So let him tell you once again. Too many people coming up to my wishing tree. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, he has like 12 lieutenants who are the uh, the upper and lower moons, the top six and next six respectively. So, have, so uh, have, like, the mini fr- bosses of the series working his the way the up. The mini to bosses him. that he works his way so up. So you to have him. second lieutenant, yeah. uh, a first lieutenant, second lieutenant, uh, third lieutenant, and uh, yeah, <laughs> fourth lieutenant, fifth lieutenant, yep. sixth lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> <Down the line laughs> None of that major and captain stuff. No, that's it's just it's all they're all lieutenants just, of different just very <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Numbers. I'm the twelfth lieutenant. Is that even a thing? Just go it with is it, okay? Now. I'm a mini boss. Don't question it. It does in late 19th century Japan. There we go. But anyway, these these demons have like a greater share of Muzan's blood. 
then do the rest. And it is hypothesized by some people that Tanjiro encounters that we can it's possible to use his blood to concoct a cure. Mm-hmm. If you collect a sufficient, sufficiently powerful demon blood, a cure might be able to be found. So that's, that's, that's the, the main goal that we have established. Fight upper-rank demons and extract their blood with syringes, and hopefully that will be enough to get a cure. <laughs> Listen through all of the 30 Seconds to Mars albums in hopes of finding the cure. <laughs> <laughs> You get did a uh, Michael Jackson and the Cure ever collab? I don't know. Probably, probably not. Probably Pro- not. I mean, they kind of do very different kinds of music, but mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Lumber, lumberjack, uh, flannel, flannel boy. boy versus uh, Michael Jackson featuring the Cure <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, intro uh, solo by Prince. Hmm. I don't, who exactly would Train Boy be? I don't know. Maybe maybe Train. I like trains. I like train. <laughs> but that's that's much. Later. You just hey, soul sister slowly builds in the background. <laughs> Gosh, I hate Train. Anyway, they weren't that bad. He's on a team with Beastie Boys. They were just they were just very kind of standard mediocre late 2000s pop yeah mm. nothing special nothing hate worthy well i used to like hear like my neighbor buddy's older sister blasting it all the way from over at their house like all the time one summer and you were a good yard away from them like yeah country, it's, front yard it's probably about um I don't know, from our house to theirs. Like a full city block almost. Yeah, so it was pretty loud. Anyway, so I, I just, yeah, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So Flannel Boy. And the, Flannel and the Boy is going Michael off Jackson. into his next assignment, which is to um, deal with these, there are rumors of a, a lower six demon inhabiting this forest. And so he's sent to the forest to go take care of it. With Zenitsu and Inosuke decides to tag along. Naturally. Um, so they they fight some progressively harder demons and they beat this gigantic one and they're like, oh, whoosh, we finally, uh, that was tough, but we took out an upper 11 demon. And then this kid that they saw earlier is like, psych, I'm the real one. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. He's very powerful. They have a tough time with him, but he also has a sad backstory. Oh, naturally. Because Does he monologue is... while telling it, or is it a flashback? It's more of a flashback. More of a flashback? Okay. Yes. And his whole family is dysfunctional and sad, and, you know, all Rui ever wanted was to be loved and have a nice Does he, family. Like, start touching things and they disintegrate, or? No, unfortunately. Oh, no. okay. We're not. Uh... He he doesn't have an itch that just can't no be he scratched. can't he can't stop scratching. Yeah. Uh huh. He doesn't tape hands all over his face. He just is a spidery demon. Ah. Uh-huh. I see. But yes. they, after his tragic backstory, they end up beating him. After his tragic backstory, they end up beating him. Makes sense. Does he die? And, yes. Okay. The, the it's kind of their whole thing is slaying demons. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah. There's only one they haven't managed to yet, and she's in a box on the main character's backpack. Mm-hmm. Ease. Meals. So now, um, in the course of that, we meet one of the other Hashira, who are like the top twelve or top ten or whatever. I think it's ten. Top ten. ten demons from Demon Slayer. Top ten Demon Slayers from Demon Slayer. Oh, it's Demon Slayers. Okay. Uh, of okay. which Giyu is one. A guy we met earlier. Okay. We meet uh, Insect Breathing Lady. Who? Ooh. Not the bees. Bug Breath. <laughs> butterfly Breath. Oh, oh okay. 
Yeah, she she has more of a butterfly aesthetic. So she does she get like those in her stomach often or one one might think. Okay. I see. But she rescues Zenitsu who's having a rough go of it, as he often does. And um she senses Nezuko. And she's like, Demon, you boy, you, you have you, you have you have a demon. And he's like, uh yes, but she's you a nice demon. Great evil here. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, right, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Demons. There aren't any of uh, good ones of those. And you know that. So I'm gonna go ahead and kill her now. And he's like, Please don't. She's like, no. Too bad. I'm going to anyway. So she attempts to. Giyu stops her and uh, Nezuko shrinks and runs away. And there's a fantastic series of memes on YouTube. <laughs> Nezuko see. run. There's like three of them. Those <laughs> set to like different um, initial D songs. Oh, okay. They're, just, they're just she runs away. <laughs> Running in the 90s, you know. Like it's yep, tough. yep, yep, yep. That's great. So, yeah. Dirt, run. Dirt, 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 dirt. So... After that, they're like, "Okay, we better take this uh, these kids in to the big to the boss and see what he would have us do." Sure thing, we meet boss. we meet all the rest of the Hashira. They're all jerks to a one. They're all just completely terrible people. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Because the, uh, the the people in their late teens are just objectively mean. That's how it's got to be. Fact check true. But the the wise master. With the, I don't even know how to explain. He's like the other Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there is perhaps so like some Jackson by Michael Jackson, or I forget what his name is. So I can't, I can't look it up. But Kagaya Ubashanshi is his name. Uh huh. He's like, um. This kid has, like, lived through moves on, so there's probably something to it. So let's, uh, let's cool our jets and not kill the kid, hey? Cool? Cool. 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 And that's kind of the end of the origin story. There's more, there's a couple other arcs after that, but they would take a while to explain and are functionally very formulaic. Sure. And... We've kind of got what we need to establish, like the main themes and interest of kind of the, the uh, second act filler. Have we? Well, it's not. It's not really filler because like things are progressing, but it's also like you know exactly what's going to happen before it happens. Sure. sure. It's just how they overcome their challenges that is interesting, and the sort of stories of the demons they're fighting is what makes sure. it interesting. Because so have they uh, taken out any of the uh, top twelve lieutenants, or are they? They still their at way up the to end them? of the f- um, entertainment district arc, they do. Okay, so they're one down, eleven to go, before big. Well, bad they'll Michael be Jackson. they'll continue to be replaced. As, oh, okay. But uh, they're just trying to collect blood. Right, 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 right. right. For the cure. For the cure. But but by the end by the. Point we are in the series now, we're no closer to a Nezuko cure. Not She's just really. chilling in the back of the box, occasionally running away. And coming out and fighting because she can do that now. Oh, okay. Huh. We got one of them on but our side. But she occasionally goes kind of crazy and has to be reined in. Aha. Uh-huh. And becomes... Hey there, big guy. It's, the sun's getting real low. And, like, grows into adult size because... Because. 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 Because, because of the wonderful things she does. Da, 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 da. We're off to see the Jacksons. So does, does, <laughs> does Flannel Boy learn any other breathing styles either? Well, <laughs> normally the thing is that one simply doesn't learn more than oh, one breathing one style. Doesn't? One, one does not do that, but I don't know, he I does. Kinda figured, okay, I figured being a shonen protagonist, he'd be like the avatar of multiple breathing styles at some point. <laughs> so the, do multiple, multiple the water breathing is not like his natural breathing style. Sure. Which is why he has a hard time with it. We find out over the course of time that his dad was 
the uh, proprietor of the rare sun breathing technique. Sun breathing. No, it's not Devil. sun. It's fire. It's fire. fire. Is that how they made charcoal? So he, is that was that just his excuse of uh for for drinking alcohol and then spitting it out? <laughs> Perhaps. But he learns the was it fire or flame? He works with the flame Do guy. The fire and the, the flames, flames we carry on. So many music references today. <laughs> First chemistry, mm. now music. Some I bet you some people wish it was one, oh one. Anyway, so there, there's the he works with the fire Hashira in the kill the demon train arc. Uh huh. But he's like. Don't I don't know. I do flame, not fire. Those are different things. Train. <laughs> anyway. So he's like, maybe you can check out these obscure books that we have in my house and see if that helps. By which he eventually learns to do the that breathing. Victory in the sword. <laughs> in the sword I see. <laughs> can't concentrate today it's bad yeah it's been the it's been one of those kind of days for me too <laughs> so oh, I, sad, I, i've got to hold true. this together and i haven't even seen the show yeah <laughs> yes that's right Alrighty then sad but true but yes he uh it takes a lot of out of him to do the fire breathing sure because it's just one of those styles that you know is inherently going to consume things because it's fire, you know. Sure. And you might so it's ridiculously powerful, but also like very but, exhausting. And you never know; yes. you might like spill like some of the propellant uh, or, or the the fuel out of your mouth well, and like, light your face on fire at a camping trip or something. Not referring to anyone specifically that we know or anything. No. Nope. Was he wearing nope. flannel at the time? Mm, I don't think no. he ever has. It no, uh, he was wearing right. a black T-shirt. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's probably. That, that's more typical of him. Anyway, Carl, if you're listening, and we know you are, how's that face feeling? He was okay eventually. He was all right. Not for the rest of that trip, though. He was not okay. I don't know if he's ever been okay. Fair enough. Fair point. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So that is uh, theorized as a probable reason why his family was targeted by Muzon. Because oh sure, because fire breathing is just that it's, powerful it's, against it's them. A particular threat. Neat. But they didn't kill the protagonist, and oh boy, is that going to be bad news for the bad guy? Well, that's the thing. When you're the bad guy in a show, you try and take out your biggest problem. You end up creating your biggest enemy. Yep. That is how that do. You shouldn't have messed with my family. Yep. Yep. So I guess that's Ooh. that's kind of the, the uh, major relevant information. And some there's a there's side. a whole big arc, two relatively larger arcs after that. But they are, like I said, they explore the backstories of some different demons and how they kind of the the people who become demons are generally those who are like outcasts. You know, those, sure, those are the sorts sure. of people that Muzon approaches. Hmm. And people who are sort desperate. Sort of people who it's easy to convince to get revenge on yeah. the world type of a thing. Social commentary yes, much. that kind of thing. And so he, he exploits these kind of unstable people. Just like Michael Jackson. Anyway. They will be more... Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's a, that, that's gonna be a yikes for me, dog. <laughs> that, is, that is a yikes for me, dog. Anyway, um, so so he but, exploits these unstable people that he knows will become powerful tools in his um, power-seeking quest. Because that's kind of, as far as we can tell, his only motivation. Is to be the and biggest, baddest guy on the block. Those are just the guys he turns into as bosses, right? All the, not necessarily all the little demons or all the fodder, right? Because like you got to, got Nezuko. Who is there any indication she was kind of an outcast within her own family, or we? She well, this was not of... done intentionally. Nezuko okay, was sure. supposed it was to a side have been killed. Of the attack. 
So a demon? She's supposed to be dead. I see, I see. Yeah, so, yeah, that was an accident on Muzan's part. Okay. Which could very well end up being his downfall, because Nezuko's pretty strong. Ooh, she strong. has directly been given um, Muzan's blood. I think, like, the other subordinate demons can also, like, give their blood to people to make them demons, too. But it kind of but waters down the effectiveness. It, it, wa- it waters down. Sure, sure. Got to get it straight from Michael Jackson if you want to mm-hmm. have, have be like ridiculously powerful. Yep. If you want to lean super steep. <laughs> well, okay. I think yep. it's about cool things time, right? Yeah, it is about cool is things. Is the show ongoing? Yes, it's quite ongoing. Okay. Yeah, we've... So we haven't reached the terminus yet, although I imagine some showdown is. Uh, I think the, the manga's ending soon. So. And I imagine we are several volumes behind in terms of the anime. Yes, we are, we are quite a few volumes behind. Generally the way it goes. It has well, kind of a pretty fast pace compared to other shonen things of its kind. That's good. Because we went from kind of square one to fighting the top six in like one season. So. How, how, um, how long has uh, Demon Slayer been running? The manga? Or the, the show has been running since 2018. Okay. Yeah, there I've was the first season of the show and then a pretty big movie that covered the Mugen Train arc and then a kind of shortened season for the Entertainment District. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So two seasons and a movie into this. So basically three seasons. Right. Neat. When you get down to yeah. it. So the the main cool thing is like Tanjiro's compassion in the face of like abject evil. Mm-hmm. He has this sympathy for the demon's plight because generally speaking they were born out of suffering and whatever other ills, you know, mm-hmm. whatever form that took. Social something they fell into versus something they actively chose. Right. It's like no, nobody but maybe they chose it because they were in a place of vulnerability (laughs) and like needed a way to protect people they care about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which was the case for both Rui in the the spidery forest and the two um, siblings in the entertainment district. They took on those powers in order to protect each other, and they kind of only cared about their family because no one else had ever looked out for them. Sure. And Tanjiro can see all that and is inclined to sympathize with those circumstances that have brought those people to that place. Even though they are mostly irredeemable because they have been in this state for a long time sure and are so ingrained in that habit that they're not likely to ever leave it and he you know he does his best to put them out of their misery as painlessly as he can so he's he's a very good character because mm-hmm. he's not super op he's not you know, kind of a, a whiny edgelord. He's just a very sincere kid mm-hmm. who is trying to take care of his family and recognizes that often enough, most other people are just trying to take care of their family too. Mm-hmm. He's got his own demons to deal with. In a manner of speaking. In a manner of speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shall we get into the analysis of the show thus far? Yeah, we can, yeah. Truth. What are some truths we can find in uh, Demon Slayer? Family. 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 It's about family. There's There's a ton of just family themes across the whole show. Sure, between uh, Tanjiro and Nezuko being actually family and looking him taking care of her, but also the kind of found family with uh, Demon Hunter group he's with mm-hmm. and also it sounds like several of the major boss demons 
the difficult sacrifices they made for the sake of family. And the the difficult family situation that the flame Hashira has. Ah. He is kind of a abusive dad who is one of those overly strict has way too high expectations of his kid kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it, it just talks about family themes a lot and the way those dynamics play out and what it can cause people to, to do when they are in a position of vulnerability. Yeah, you... Yeah, your, your family, like, informs a lot of... a lot of how you behave and how you yes. react to the world i suppose and then that i find it interesting that point of like deeming demons coming from people who are sort of like evil entering into to victims of circumstance at first because they're deprived of the good that they should have had it sort of leaves them more susceptible mm-hmm. so like, the influence of uh greater evil mm-hmm. yeah to the influence something. of michael jackson yeah <laughs> which is something uh by no means uncommon i'd say very common in the world today when yes. you look at you know people with like criminal histories and stuff like nobody's born a criminal or nobody's born like a psychopath or anything you're like, you're, you're a victim first before you chose to be a criminal typically on some level yeah uh, yeah at some level and so it's yeah that evil entering in and making things way worse because of that vacuum left in in your life where the good should have been. Mm-hmm. I find that to be an interesting point. And that's kind of that reality is sort of reflected in uh, Flannel Boy's um, re, his, the way he treats the demons, I suppose, kind of acknowledging yes. that, that pain and that suffering that brought them here. Even though they're, they've been in the cycle for so long that it's right. They're still like participating. In, like there's, they still have agency. Like they've sort of given in to the, like this evil that now controls their lives, but at the same time, sort of acknowledging the humanity of their struggle that led them to this point. Mm-hmm. And also willing to give them a clean death so they don't have to suffer. Because mm-hmm. at that point, that's really all he can do until they get enough blood to find a cure. Mm-hmm. And even then, would it actually cure people who have been in it that long? Yep. Would they be willing? Would they even to be take would it? They even want to be cured? Right. If you were say to be able to try and cure the Green Goblin, um, would it really work? Yeah, that kind of a thing. <laughs> Audibly eyebrow raising. Um, I guess any other truths we can talk about from Demon Slayer? That's kind of the main Don't let global them one. Your life. Yeah. There are more individual <laughs> ones across the different arcs, but it would take a while. But sure, just generally explain, speaking, yeah. To explain those things. Uh, goodness. We talked about... Um, Flannel Boy's good. Yeah. Flannel Boy and Nezuko are both very good. Zenitsu and Inosuke, for all their faults, are also very good. They sound like bros when push comes to shove. Yes, and they have their personality flaws, but they have good hearts and want to do the right thing. They have to work past them to in order to be a good team and support each other, and they do. Yes, Zenitsu, as it turns out, has one move that he is extremely good at. And he's that's like, the one he spammed in order to pass the trial, or what? Yeah, he just—he's—it's just an extremely fast, powerful strike that is like unavoidable. But he can only because do lightning. it when he's like passed out. Huh. Oh. <laughs> so it's—it's it's a very interesting dynamic. But so he has to like lose his consciousness of his worry in order to, you know, be useful. Gotcha. To achieve his purpose. He's got to enter his flow state. And also, he's very much a Nezuko simp. Uh huh. I see. That might be why he's sticking around. Uh huh. It's like, hey, if we can get you cured. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. A lot of the Hashira come around, and you start to see their 
softer sides as they mentor the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they as they spend time around Nezuko and see that she's willing to a be docile, but also fight other demons when the time comes. That oh, that maybe, really maybe, makes maybe an impression on them, and they're like, maybe this kid isn't so bad. Maybe this whole cure thing, there's something to it. There's hope for you yet. Um, Beauty was beautiful in Demon Slayer. It's, I'd say it's the best animation that has ever been done. Like, it really? it does incorporate a fair amount of CGI, uh-huh. but it's done in very much the kind of thick outlined cartoon style that Demon Slayer has. Uh-huh. So it just it composites extremely well. That, that's the, the thing about uh, 3D the, animation and 2D animated store things. It's like sometimes it can stick out like a sore thumb, like the lighting's completely different and the outlining's completely different. It's like, why did you put that there? Unless that's your stylistic choice, and even then that's like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But if you take great care to like make everything match up and composite well, you yeah. can have some great effects. Like when, like when we were talking about Iron Giant, they did that yeah. really well. Yep. And I was watching a video where they were doing like an animation breakdown of um, Klaus. And there was like some moments in there. I was like, oh, that was 3D animated? I had no idea. Um, so yeah, there, there are ways in which that can be done well. So sounds like this is a Kaisi. Some, some yeah, high quality stuff. It, they just really spend the time to make it technically shine. And because the story is sort of predictable... Like, it's not exactly generic because it's quite different from anything else, but it is quite predictable. You're going to fight a big bad demon. He's going to have a sad backstory. You're going to beat him and get some blood. Like, that's how every arc plays out. How exactly it happens, what happens to the Hashira as they go. No point A, no point B. Everything in the middle. Yeah, what happens in the middle is what's fun. So, like, it kind of has to be really spectacular to make an impression. Sure, but it sure. does that very, very well. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Unity, what brings everything together? It's Sounds where like my the... demons hide. It's where my demons hide. It's Whoa, the misery. <laughs> Music references, that's what's bringing it all together. Music references brings it all together. I think it is the just the theme of family, at least so far. It because, sounds like... The... Yeah, at least the insinuation between the um, the lead of the Demon Slayer Corps and Muzan, there's obviously some kind of connection between them. Sure. Which further kind of reinforces that theme. It also seems like the main like plot element driving everything is Tanjiro trying to find enough blood to get a cure for Nezuko. Who's so it's that... Who's his only surviving son. And so it's that family that... Um, the, the family element you brought up earlier, as well as uh, Tanjiro's, like, compassion and uh, desire to bring healing or uh, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. Rest for wearied demon... To be a spiritual physician, as it were. In a sense, yes. As we've been talking about at IPF. I see. Mm. Along with Um, relationship identity mission. Oh boy. Which is another Um, thing that Tanjiro exemplifies. Oh. Because of his familial relationships, he derives his identity as a protector and a brother. From which comes his mission of slaying demons. Being a protective brother. <laughs> so, Tanjiro is a good uh, reminder for IPF. He passes the rim test. He does. Not the mirror. You don't want to be a mirror. Ah, uh, yeah. You don't want your identity to come from what you do. You and got it all twisted. Form your relationships. Aha. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Whale. Um, any further, anything to add? Nope. 
Alrighty then. Well, thanks for listening to the Palladium Papists. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a rating to let us know what you think of the show, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at PalPapists. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or complaints, or suggestions for future episodes, email us at PalladiumPapists at gmail.com. And we will talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.